welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Doing this weekend, we're giving so that everyone can hear. And all those things are going to happen and more. And uh, if you're visiting with us, this is a special weekend for us. It's our Miracle Offering Weekend. And uh, it's very unique. Our offering will be at the end, which we only do this weekend. And uh, we're going to help change the world through our generosity and through our giving so that everyone can hear. Now, to explain this, I just want to make sure that everybody's on the same page. Uh, we have our regular giving, our tithe, and our general giving that supports the church life and all that we're doing around with all of our campuses. And then over and above that, we said, we wanna build your kingdom, Lord. And so we give a, a goal every year. We have a goal that's gigantic. And this year it's $12 million above our regular giving to do things around the world on a global level, on a local level, and then for the generations coming behind us. And some people made pledges and they, at the beginning of the year said, here's what I wanna believe God for. And they prayed for a number. And they've been watching how God has provided for that. Others are just giving as they're able to. Some actually tell me they save up for this weekend. They just like putting a big check in and being able to do that. And others are like, I'm new to this. Can I participate? And the answer is yes, everyone can participate in the year-end uh, miracle offering that we're doing this weekend. And we believe millions of dollars will be given today. And uh, the vast majority of it is gonna be given away and go all around the world with the different things that you heard in that video. Now, um, I just wanna to speak to anybody this first time. Opt in, if you're online watching, opt in. Don't say, well, that's for them. No, this is for all of us. And when we're done with our giving and as we look at the year end, there's gonna be this just huge celebration and I want you to be part of it. So please, I just pray that an overwhelming generosity would just rise up in you. Now, I wanna review real quick. Every year we have a theme. Take ground was our theme this year. Take ground. And um, I gotta tell you, I, I, it's, it's interesting. Like I do these uh, themes and I feel like God says, take ground. And then I feel like the world says, oh yeah? You know, like take this, you know? I'm like, take ground. And the world's like, look at this economy. Look at all that's going on in the world. Uh, break even would have been a better theme. Uh, break even is not our theme. Our theme is take ground. And that's what we've been doing. And um, I, I felt something break. I felt like we were kind of living in the, break-even world, and, and I, I heard God say, go ahead and raise this money for one day to feed the world. It wasn't in our plan, and, and I was just listening to what the Lord is sharing for me to do, and when we did that, I felt like we just got out of break-even, and we jumped into take ground when over $1 million was, was given on one weekend. Can we thank God for that? $1 million. And I felt like we could build on that and something happened and God was like, get back to take ground. And I had to remind myself over and over again, I don't know about you, but I had to remind myself that my own challenge, I said, let's pray the prayer of Jabez this year. And there were times that I, I was like, oh yeah, I gotta pray that again. And if you remember, we did that early on in the year in 1 Chronicles 4.10, it says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. And I was like, Lord, enlarge our territory. Help us to take ground. I just had to remind myself over and over again. 
We also, just in review, I preached a sermon on take ground, and I said, there's no perfect time. Again, the world just felt like it's not time. It's not a good year for that. You shouldn't have gone up. It's not a year for that. And we realized in Ecclesiastes 11:4, whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. It's like, if you wait for the perfect condition, you're never gonna do it. This is the year to take ground. This is the year to move forward. And I, I'm just inspired, and if you didn't hear the sermon, I, I was inspired by this man, Sir Robert Shirley, who in a 10-year period, he's the only one that started a church in all of England. And we showed a picture of his church. Go ahead and show it. That was the only church that was started in a 10-year period during, in England. And I was just reminded, like, this guy said, it may not be the perfect time to start a church, but I'm starting a church. And I felt that in our own congregation. It may not be the perfect time, but we're taking ground and we're moving forward. And if you remember in that sermon, I showed uh, the story about Norland. Norland and his wife down in Cuba. And if this refreshes your memory, I uh, showed a picture of them. Go ahead, put them up there. Uh, we were talking about how they had a revival going on in Cuba that sparked from a global team. You think, what good does this little global team do? And sometimes the enemy says to you, what good will your little gift do? Don't believe that lie because one little global team led to a guy getting a new vision for his life, which has sparked a revival in Cuba where 600 people were water baptized one time, a thousand more were water baptized again. People are getting saved. And then we raised the money through Kingdom Builders to send them 30,000 Bibles. Now I have a picture. Go ahead and show the picture of the Bibles. We have 30,000 Bibles that are going there. I think we've got the picture. Yeah, there you go. Those Bibles right now are in Miami. We have paid for them through Kingdom Builders. We are ready to ship them and we're coming into some red tape with the communist government of Cuba, all right? So I want us to right now pray in Jesus' name. Kingdom Builders is getting those Bibles into Cuba so the revival can continue. Come on, Lord, we just pray right now that those Bibles are gonna make their way in. We're taking ground, we already paid for them. They do no good sitting in boxes in, in Miami. So God, let them get into people's hands and get into people's hearts in Cuba because we are taking ground. We didn't pay for them to stay in Miami and we just pray, God, you'd open doors so they would get into Norland's hands and into the hands of people that need to know you as Lord and Savior. We thank you in advance for what you're gonna do in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's thank God for what he's gonna, he's gonna get those Bibles in. And when they get in, we're gonna give you an update on this. And I'm believing they're gonna get in there before the end of the year. Now, today we're at 6.59 million, which is amazing. We're over halfway. And I want you to know that from miracle offering to year end, usually we see half of what we get in a year come in in those 45 days. And so I love where we're at. And I'm praying, God, we are taking ground. Let's keep moving forward. But I wanna go beyond just the financial giving that's gonna happen today and let you know on the taking ground, um, this is like, Sneaky taking ground here. That's what I just feel like. We were taking ground all over the place. We didn't realize how much we were taking ground. If you remember, did you ever have one of those like wall things like where you'd chart your height and you'd write like, you know, this tall by this date and this tall, this tall. It's like, we feel like we haven't grown and, and you go and you look and you measure and you're like, wow, we have grown by three inch. I mean, it's just, we have grown. Here's taking ground this year. We started our Chaska campus. Our Chaska campus didn't have a location and now they're there at the outpost. So we started them, they're running in the hundreds. We bought land for Maple Grove and here's a rendering of what we hope to build on that property because we bought 5.2 acres. 
Six of our campuses have added Saturday night services. We've approved 37 of our 500 missionaries, and we're right now at 225. This is all happening this year, taking ground. And by the way, I have been praying for 227, 227, 227. I can't wait to meet 227, whoever you are, all right? I've been praying for you. But, and I asked you, if you don't know, I've been asking you to pray for a number of the 500. And so 227, I can't wait to meet you. And then last week, we announced Lakeville campus is launching. All that happened in this year, we are taking ground. We're expanding our territory. And it was just sneak. It's just like, did all that happen in, in less than a year? Yes, all of that happened in less than, this is not take, this is not break even, this is take ground. All right, so before we get into our miracle offering today, I have two points and two different verses that I wanna go to. And the first one is, is found in Galatians chapter six, verse nine. And it says this, it says, let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. And the first thing I wanna tell you is don't grow weary, we'll reap a harvest. I'll tell you what the second point is and where we're going. The second one is this, overcome evil with good. That's where we're gonna end this service. And Romans 12, 21 says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So the first one, don't grow weary in doing good. In Galatians 6, 9, the Apostle Paul is challenging the church to not get tired, don't get weary, like keep pressing in. And I, I get this picture of like a, a football team, you know, like it's the end of the third quarter and they're going to the fourth quarter and they hold four fingers like, fourth quarter, come on, don't get weary. Come on, we gotta find some new energy. But the Apostle Paul isn't using football, he's using a farmer analogy, which by the way, wasn't too far from the farm. That, that, was, that was like people have said, do the sequel. I'm like, I know nothing else about farming. All right, nothing, I just, all right. But it was used by the farmer, like tempted to, to be getting to harvest and getting to that critical moment, like getting to the equivalent of miracle offering, the harvest and feeling tired, feeling like, ah, oh, it's been tough. I'm tired, I'm hot, I'm exhausted. And it's saying like, I, I, and he's saying, don't give up. Keep pressing, you gotta find new energy, you gotta find new level. Some of you are finding sacrificial giving, some of you are out of an abundance are able to give, but others are like, oh, and you're contemplating. I believe God's speaking to people right now. One commentator said about this text, he said, it's, it's saying like to be fainting or despond in view of a trial or difficulty. It means to lose one's motivation to accomplish some valid goals and so to become discouraged and give up. I love that, you were motivated by valid goals. This is a valid goal for us to do this. Um, we're leading the way around this nation of churches saying over and above our regular giving, we wanna do this. We're gonna go after 12, over and above, we're gonna do kingdom builders and it's not just us, we're training other churches to do this. It's a valid goal and I don't want us to get discouraged and give up. I want us to find the faith that says, you know what? It's difficult, there's trials, but our God's the same. That This year may be different than last year, which was different than the year before, but our God's the same. He's still a miracle working God. He's still telling us to take ground and to move forward. And what's interesting, I've watched this, like some people have come to me and, and you know, they're like, Pastor Rob, we, 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 we can't give the same as we did last year. Like last year was a really good year for us. This year's not that good for us. And, and I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. I've watched waves go up and down like this. And there's other people that are like, Pastor Rob, I, I, I can't believe it. This is the best year we've ever had. And they're going up and I'm like, would you be generous? There's, there's others that are like, 
We, we thought we were gonna give from abundance, but now we're giving sacrificially, but we're not gonna grow weary. We're gonna continue this. We're gonna go and we're gonna be generous. We're gonna be sacrificial. We're not gonna grow weary. It's a valid thing. We want to bring in the harvest. It's like there's a payoff. There's a payoff, but there's another way in this text that don't grow weary, that you could look at it and um, it could be used for the fear and exhaustion that a woman faces when she's given birth. Like she's pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. Is the baby here and the baby's not here yet? And she's pushing and pushing and pushing and the baby's not here. And I, I was in the uh, delivery room for uh, both Connor and Logan to be born. And, and with Logan, Becca was pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. And, and I was like not saying anything. How many know what I'm talking about? Because everything I said or did was wrong. I know, how many know? I was just like, hmm, hmm, good job, you know? And I'm so glad the doctor goes, listen, I'm gonna need more out of you. And I'm like, oh, she said that, not me. It was, not, it was, it was her. And she's like, you gotta push. I really need you to pair down, you know? And it was like, there's a payoff coming. There's a payoff coming and I need you to push. And I'm looking at like, like Becca's exhausted, but the doctor's like, there's, there, don't, like you gotta bring this to the finish line here. And this is what this text is like, you gotta bring this to the finish line. There's a payoff here. There's a, there's a payoff for all the pushing. There's a payoff for all the labor pains. There's a payoff, you gotta get to the finish line. And right now with our miracle offering, let's not grow weary in doing good. Let's get to the finish line. Let's see the birth of new life of people from the churches we're gonna start. They're gonna find Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Let's see the next generation coming behind us saying, Thank you for investing in us. Let's see the, the, the joy of seeing ministries all around us in Minnesota that are on a local level, and we're saying we're helping you and you and you. Let's see Minneapolis. Come on, city campus. I want that building paid for, and then you can go in and fund the other things around the world. Let's do this. And seeing the joy of this, we're not going to stop. We're not gonna get weary. We're not gonna give up. We're gonna continue on and be like the Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, 58. We're gonna be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our toil is not in vain in the Lord. It's not in vain. There's a payoff here. This is not hope, like, well, we hope this works. No, this is great investment around the world with kingdom builders. Now, the second thing is, in Romans 12, 21, let's, we, we are not to be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And so I'm just wanting you to know that we're gonna overcome evil with good. Now, I know that this text is primarily talking about when somebody's mean to you, when you have an enemy, when you have an adversary. And in Romans, it's saying, now, when you have somebody like that, you can't repay evil for evil. The only option you have as a believer when somebody's being mean to you, the Bible's telling us, is to overcome evil with good, all right? So I know that that's where this text is, but if you'll allow me to look at how this would have a similar response to our giving, it's not exactly the same, but instead of being overcome with evil, and a lot of us this year, you, you enjoyed some of the culture clash sermons, and you're like, that's right. It's almost like it was enforcing. That's right, it's more evil, it's more evil, it's more evil. And it, there's so much evil going on, and we're gonna stand up for righteousness. But we're not just gonna talk about it, we're gonna overcome evil with good. And we're gonna say, you know what, no matter what happens out there, we're gonna give and we're gonna use our giving as a way to overcome 
the evil that's going on because there's so much evil and wickedness in the world and it's being confronted by missionaries and pastors and teachers and people that run orphanages and they're saying, hey, will you help us overcome the evil that we're willing to fight? Like you sent us, will you help us overcome this evil and will you be generous and will you use your good to help overcome this evil? And that's what happens. When we do this, I mean, all these good things happen when we're cheerful givers and we say, God, we wanna overcome evil with good. God, help our giving to make a difference. See, we believe that kids starving to death is evil. And you know what we said? We're gonna overcome that with over a million dollars for one day to feed the world. We believe that people in human sex trafficking are evil. That's evil. Not the people that are being trafficked, but the people that are doing it. We believe those people that are doing it, it's evil. And instead of saying, oh, well, it's an evil world. You know what? Ladies at Sparkle, you know what you said? Here's $46,000 of good to overcome evil of sex trafficking. That's what happened over and over again. We believe that tearing down churches is evil. And you know what? Every year we give money to start new churches in India. They're tearing them down. And so we've been giving money to start 1,000 house churches every year saying, you know what? We're gonna overcome that evil with good. Here comes money that's coming your way to start more churches. We believe that being addicted to drugs, that's evil. It's an evil, terrible thing that holds people captive. And you know what you say year after year after year with Minnesota Teen Challenge? You say, here's over $100,000 to help set people free from drugs and alcohol and the addiction is there. We're gonna overcome evil with good. That's what we've been doing over and over and over again. Matter of fact, in the last seven years, Minnesota Teen Challenge, which we support, has helped over 21,000 people with a drug and alcohol problem. And it's through Kingdom Builders that we're able to give to it every year. We believe that war is evil. And we've been supporting and, and helping people in Ukraine with food and resources. And first time ever that we used money for kingdom builders to buy bulletproof vests for the people that were bringing in the food. We're like, we're gonna keep them alive that are going in there. On top of that, you may not even realize this, but with the war on terror on Hamas, we have been supporting and overcoming evil with good with money from kingdom builders. I share this now because I feel a little bit more liberty, but we've had ministry in Gaza and in the West Bank that we've not talked about because you just wanna fund it and you just know that it's volatile and we don't wanna have anybody get in trouble. But I wanted you to know this in light of what's going on in Gaza and what's going on in West Bank and all that's going on in that area. We've been supporting through Kingdom Builders, a ministry that's there that's been saving thousands and thousands of people that are finding Jesus as Lord and Savior. You may not realize this, but you have been paying for persecuted believers in Gaza for the last several years. You've been paying for them to survive. That when they come to Christ, they're getting persecuted there and they can't even make a living. And your kingdom builders has been like a monthly stipend to believers in Gaza so that they can survive. That's kingdom builders. That's overcoming evil with good. That's, and we're not done, we're not done. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of things that we can do. 
We believe that, that persecution of these believers is evil and we're gonna overcome it with good. We believe that it just goes on and on, that churches that are being started, that wells that are being dug, schools that are being started, Bibles that are being given to children. We believe that we're gonna overcome evil with good. And that's what we're gonna do today. We're not gonna grow weary in doing well. It is take ground, not break even. And we are going to overcome evil with good. We're not gonna yell at it, we're gonna fight it. We're gonna be generous and overcome it with good. And so I pray right now, Lord, that we would not grow weary in doing good. We would realize right now is the time to do good. This is the time that we're alive in. This is the time that we're able to give in. And what you've placed in our hands, God, may we be generous with it. May we not grow weary. May we just be excited about another opportunity. And may some from sacrifice and some from abundance and some from just systematic, however they're giving, God help it all come together to make a difference so that people can know you as Lord and Savior. Then I pray, God, that we'd overcome this evil with good. This giving is a good thing. And I pray, God, that we would overcome evil with good. Now, God, help your church to be generous on this miracle offering day. Millions and millions will be raised. And God, we give you all the praise and all the glory for it. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.